dashed all of my dreams Have you seen Transformers 3? So we're here to talk about What shitty movies have come out So your eyes don't have to bleed And your testicles don't recede You've had a good day, good time, good life, good Welcome to the Bad Movie Night Podcast This is episode 33 of the podcast um, I'm Aaron Vaccaro and with me as always Nasnia Limi coming at ya Jeff, she always does say "coming at you." Coming at you. Coming at you. Gotta get that on a t-shirt. And Jeffrey, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming at man, you. Man I'm not coming at you. I'm coming all over your face. Man in the audio oh. oh, oh, really? We're only like thirty seconds in. I know, and I'm like having, a, and I'm like having a cup of coffee, and I'm all like <laughs> talking dirty with your cup of Joe. Yeah, you know, Cover. decaf cup of Joe, mind you. <laughs> I drank all the regular. At, at three in the afternoon also, while, well, while we're recording this. It tastes delicious. <laughs> um, so on this episode of the podcast, we, uh, we're going to be reviewing Bad Milo, which is a horror comedy starring Ken Marino and Jillian Jacobs. And, I think it's uh, Gillian, which is really uh, weird. Of course it is. Who said Just Jacobs. another reason for me to hate that broad. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But uh, So we, we didn't get a chance to review this uh, last time because we had a special... Uh, edition of the podcast where we were able, we got a chance to interview Chris Gore at WonderCon. Hope we got a chance to listen to that. And uh, so now we are coming round full circle back to reviewing Bad Milo. Before that, we're going to be talking about the uh, they're doing a remake. Shamefully, a shameful, shameful remake. Uh, it's going to be called Shameful, Shameful Remake. Oh yeah, yes. uh, of Kickboxer. <laughs> Colin. Yeah, of Kickboxer, one of the greatest Jean Claude Van Damme movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be talking a little bit about that. We're going to we take a look at a trailer for a movie called Blood Glacier in our trailer trailer or segment. Blood Glacier, as it was like <laughs> subtitled. That, that's more fun to say. Yeah. Blood Glacier. Blood Glacier. Uh, and then we're also going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the best of the worst of the horror comedy genre, which is what my Bad Milo falls into. So, uh, But before that, if you want to contact us, you can email us at podcast at badmovienight.com. That's N-I-T-E dot com. You can follow us on Twitter at badmovienight.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash badmovienight.com. And you can find everything that you need and all those links at our main website. Which is bad movie night. <laughs> I thought you were just going to be like, at Wikipedia. <laughs> just Google us, you guys. Uh, so We're doing Google plugs now. They yep. need all the help they can get. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're suffering. Yeah. It's, 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 been a, it's been a rough quarter. <coughs> uh, so let's talk about some movies that you guys have seen. Have you guys seen any movies recently? Uh, I, I, this was a little while back, um, but I did see, speaking of Jean-Claude Van Damme, um, this movie called Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, how was which that? Which has like it... Rob Hubel and like um, poor man's Bobby Lee, who's that one Asian guy yeah. that's in the commercials. Uh, who else was in it? Uh, the chick who I don't know her name, but she's the main character. It looks funny on, though. Um, the Blacklist, that one show with. Oh yeah! James oh, she's Bader. in it. She's in it. Um, she's all right. But it was funny. I thought it was good. I mean, Jean-Claude Van Damme is very random. Adam Brody. Is also Adam Brody is, ah. yeah, the main character. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was Shaw, pretty funny. That's who you're thinking of, right? No, Kristen Schaal's that really annoying broad who's on a Yeah, Megan Boone is the one show. from Blacklist. But uh, yeah, I can't stand Kristen Schaal's voice. Wait, is she the one from... Her uh, voice, her face. She was in Flight of the Concord. Oh, yeah. You don't like yeah, her? No. Why not? I, she annoys it's, me. She's really annoying. Yeah, she's not that funny. I think she's an acquired taste. She looks like a human dinosaur. She does uh, kind of look like a, a human dinosaur. A very ugly dinosaur. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, there's dinosaurs that I would fuck before Kristen. Oh Trump. my god! What? What dinosaur would you fuck? What kind? Baby Velociraptor. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, I wouldn't throw a Stegosaurus out of bed. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys would definitely cuddle. That's, That's a right. Cuddle. Tomorrow, I'm sending all of you on a mandatory leadership wilderness retreat. My name is Storm. Storm Rothschild. I will teach you teamwork, leadership. And if we're not too careful, we may have a little fun. You must have big rocks between your legs. Jesus, get Lord Pilot. We're all gonna die. Welcome to Big Mama Nature's house.
I bet they look like cousins. I bet brachiosauruses are good lovers. Oh yeah, they go yeah. all night. Yeah, yeah. So I, there's just a few. Slow, very slow, methodical. <laughs> just kind of giving it to you. Yeah. <laughs> And if you if you run out of lube, then just sneeze some snot on oh, it. Oh, well. Please let's stop this conversation. <laughs> From the historically accurate Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's just to sneeze. I mean, everybody sneezes. Yeah, right? that, that's when, how we base all of our dinosaur knowledge is off the Jurassic Park movies, right? Of course. Well, when what they published that article about you couldn't actually use frog DNA to fill in gaps, we were like, bullshit. Nope. You can most certainly do that. I still don't believe that shit. I still don't quite understand it, and I've read the book too, and it's still. Mr. DNA wasn't able to. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. DNA was. That was his whole purpose. No DNA. Yeah, actually, he did do a good job. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you insult Mr. DNA. But, like, yeah, the question was well, what if too much DNA is missing? Then they're like, I guess we have to find a new specimen. Well, what I always wondered, I mean, we're totally going on a tangent here, but. is how much of that amber did they find and how many mosquitoes were in that amber? Well, how long were they doing research? I mean, in the book, does it say? I don't remember no, how... No, but they I don't did remember. for years. Yeah, I mean, he's... He was an archaeologist. Wasn't the, the rich guy, didn't he go on a whole bunch of digs prior to starting Jurassic Park? Or He funded a bunch he of He funded a bunch yeah. of digs. So he has, he, that's what they're looking for. So you have to imagine, say he has like 30 or 40 digs going around the world. He's going to find some amber. Yeah. Right. But Spare no it expense. Has to have Spend the, no expense. It has to have the mosquito in it. Right. Right. Like, which, so that's, how many mosquitoes died in amber? Like, clearly, many? all you really needed, I guess, is like seven or eight. Really? And they all happen to have <laughs> really? sucked the blood. Is it like, like cock push-ups? Is, is one all you need? Yeah. <laughs> one, I guess, is it. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. If you can fu- get one dinosaur, that's, one dinosaur really is all you need. That's I mean, awesome. th- think, wait, wait, let me get this right. So that's the way. That was what it all founded on: is it had to suck the blood of a dinosaur, then fall on a tree mm-hmm. and right. get killed with sap while it was falling on the tree. I can't even kill a fucking f- mosquito with a like a piece of paper or yeah. like a newspaper. They fly so fast, but yeah. amb- slow moving amber. They thought the amber was a like blood a, a blood it was glacier warm at first. Then <laughs> a blood glacier. A blood glacier of amber <laughs> proportions. Blood slash. <laughs> um, Anyway. So, Welcome to the Jungle. So, funny? Pretty funny, is, yeah. Is, I recommend it. I is JCVD using some comedy chops in it? Yeah, is he having fun? Is he he having is fun? having fun. Okay. He looks like he's had some years. Oh, yeah. Well, we all saw that in Expendables 2. Yes, but he is in ridiculous shape still. But yeah. in that fight in Expendables 2 is awesome. Yeah. And, and, and I don't do understand how... the splits in between how... two semi-tracks, so... Right. And I've had this... We've had this discussion before about... It, same thing with Arnold Schwarzenegger. The older he's gotten and the more he's lived in America, his accent has gotten worse. Yeah. And the same thing is true of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, he, <laughs> he's kind of incomprehensible at some points. Like... Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. I think drugs... I thought wasn't he mostly an alcoholic? Wasn't like, JCVD a big alcoholic? Is that his thing? Oh, maybe. I think so. I think they all was, have some kind of vice. Yeah, I'm sure he probably did his fair share of cocaine. Yeah. In the '80s, when he was like in his heyday, when he was getting paid like millions of dollars to do. Yeah. Please action don't movies. What? What? Oh, Mr. DNA, where did you come from? From your blood. Just one drop of your blood contains billions of strands of DNA. The building blocks of life. A DNA strand like me is a blueprint for building a living thing. And sometimes animals that went extinct millions of years ago, like dinosaurs, left their blueprints behind for us to find. We just had to know where to look. A hundred million years ago, there were mosquitoes, just like today. And just like today, they fed on the blood of animals, even dinosaurs. Sometimes, after biting a dinosaur, the mosquito would land on the branch of a tree and get stuck in the sap. After a long time, the tree sap would get hard and become fossilized, just like a dinosaur bone, preserving the mosquito inside. This fossilized tree sap, which we call amber, waited for millions of years with the mosquito inside until Jurassic Park scientists came along. Using sophisticated techniques, they extract the preserved blood from the mosquito and, bingo, dino DNA. Uh, Jeff, what about you? You see anything? Mm. Do you take a, a gingerly sip of your decaf coffee? Soft. In the sushi cup? <laughs> I put a few on here, and I'm trying to remember if I've seen more than this. Um, I've seen Frozen. I saw that recently, finally. Uh, um, yeah, that's, that one's been talked to to death. We don't need to talk about that one. 
Neverending Story watched recently. Oh. For the first time? No, not the oh, first time. Oh, okay. But actually, it was Katie's first time. Oh. And she actually fell asleep. She falls asleep in every movie. Oh. But so does so does Damn. my wife. Yeah. But she she made it through most of the movie, and she woke up and she she liked it a lot. My wife can't make it through a half hour television show. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I, so. She just it's just like and I'm like to myself. <laughs> do you much. do you find yourself like going hey hey this is this we watch this mm-hmm. yeah fuck. Yeah, and then I go. God damn it! I gotta save it on the DVR. Yeah, yeah. like it's gonna continue taking a brew, almost, and it's just gonna keep going back down to the bottom of the list. And, and then watch it. yeah, and it's just gonna it. sit there. Yeah. Um, did you watch uh, Last Gladiator? What is Last Gladiator? Um, it's the it's a hockey documentary. A documentary oh, about, about the last the goons. The goons. Right? No, it, how was that? It was pretty excellent. Yeah, it's pretty excellent. I mean, obviously we're biased, being huge hockey fans, but um, it was good. It was just. Focus mainly on uh, Chris Nyland from the Montreal Canadiens uh, and the yeah, Rangers, yeah, right? Um, and a few others uh, like Probert a little bit. Tidomi? No, really, he wasn't in there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you mean by hockey goons? Well, I guess like you know they were enforcers back there were in guys the- whose role was to basically beat up. Be- People to up. start fights. Oh wow! Yeah, like they were, cool. that was their that was their role on the team. Yeah, hmm. and there was a lot of players that did it, but this focuses on on Chris Nyland, who was a huge part of the Montreal Canadiens, and it talks about he even they go into detail like talking about how he um, started out as a goon, but he he knew himself that he it was only a matter of time before he would be you know his career would be over. So the coaches and everybody like they, they actually taught him how to like really be a hockey player, and so he had a few seasons where he. Averaged like average like 10, 15, 20 goals, twenty assists. So he became wow. a real he became a real player, and you know, and he was a real asset. Um, was he still moonlighting as an enforcer? Oh yeah, no, okay. he's he still. I think he has the most pen, penalty minutes of any player. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it was that's, it was really that's no easy feat. It, it was cool to watch. I mean, I wish they would have done more like to, like compared to any players of today that are yeah. all they're all they're like is like the. You know, gladiators still kind of like the goons are still kind of around. It's like, yes and no, not not uh, really, not not, really. not like this. This was what like in the seventies, seventies, eighties. Okay, that was, really, that was like, the that was like even the 90s, because it was there was still a good amount of left. But towards like the mid to late nineties, it started kind of fading. Yeah, out. because it's all it all I guess kind of began with with Philadelphia and the Broad Street Brawlers kind of like Bulls. showing the Broad Street Brawlers. Sorry, um, that they could win championships with just being the shit out of people, and that's. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of what they did. That is what they did. Cool. Um, right on. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out. Is that, I'm sure it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's where yeah. I watch streaming Netflix. What uh, is it called? The Last Gladiators. Uh-huh. Um, I watched. Whoa, that's it's interesting. Nobody game. asked you, Aaron. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. What All did right, you we'll watch? Uh, no, I, I saw Hell Baby. Oh, which, uh, they keep playing that on cable. Exactly. And well, that's, that's why I, I, I saw it. it. Okay, go on. Um, it's not very good. No. No. And it's. Uh, no relation to Hellboy, right? No, no. This is this is like the guy, like Paul Shears. And yeah, it, it's and a lot like, of the, the same state. type of people that are in Bad Milo, like that same yeah. type of children's hospital. Oh, so this was the other side that we talked about. The other... Didn't you say that like when this movie, when Bad Milo kind of came out, the other half of people made the other kind of movies oh, similar? I don't, know, I don't know if I said that, but yeah, that's probably right because it came out around the same time. Yeah, like Rob Hubel's in that. And yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Hospital. Uh, yeah, Rob Corddry's in this. Rob Leslie Bibb, uh, Keegan Michael Key, who's the best part of the movie. Oh yeah. Um, and but it's the the writers of it are Robert Ben. Uh, oh, the, it's and Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon, the Reno 911 guys. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, I don't. I just don't know if I'm a huge fan of those guys. I. They are good in smaller doses. Yeah. And I think sometimes they do the trick that Family Guy does too where they have a joke go on for too long yeah like in duration in one scene and so but yeah and they'll do callbacks to jokes that weren't that funny too yeah in in their movies and you know look they've made a a very big name for themselves because they're probably the most prolific screenwriters in Hollywood because they can turn out a first draft of a script in six weeks oh Um, and that's why they get hired (laughs) to to write a time, I mean, they, you know, they did the Night of the Museum movies. Oh, did they? And yeah, they, they did, uh, what, what were some of their, they did, um, I mean, those were like, that was their big recent, uh, writing credit, but they get hired to do a lot of rewrites on, on comedy movies and stuff, but oh. I, the premise was, it's kind of Rosemary's Baby-ish a little bit, uh, but with more... Hell. 
more gore and camp. Speaking, yeah, well, speaking yeah, of lots of camp, but just not very funny camp. Have I, you was, watched the Rosemary's Baby show? Have you seen? No, it? I haven't. Seen it. I recorded it, but I don't know. I, so, I don't think it's going to be very. good. I don't think it's going to be very good. I don't I think. Can't I don't think you can. Zoe Saldana, like I. Well, sh- I just don't think you can do that justice on network TV. I just. I don't know, man. Everyone talks about how Hannibal's pretty gnarly. Oh, yeah, Hannibal is pretty gnarly. And I like wanted to watch what channel's it. Hannibal I'm surprised on? you on don't NBC. watch it. I know. I really want to, but I, I didn't realize that it already it had a second hmm. season. I thought oh, it yeah. just started the second season, so I went on demand to try and catch up, and was a whole season behind. But I watched like the uh, basically the trailer for the new season. Yeah. So I was recapping. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, there's it's... a lot of gnarly. Gnarly, gnarly scenes. murder scenes, yeah, and yeah, it's... like worse than the movies. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, really, uh, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty fucking. What time is that show? show up? It's got to be on late, 10 right? Ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I was since we were watching Bad Milo, and so I was like, oh, I'll watch this, and I, I'll thing. say this before we get into the Bad Milo review that Bad Milo much better film than yeah. Hell Baby. So, uh, all right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this Kickboxer remake, shall we? <clears throat> yes. But why? Uh, so, first things first, Jean-Claude Van Damme is not in this movie, if you're wondering. Yeah. And even worse than that, it's going to star uh, two WWE... Fighters. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Just one WWE fighter and one UFC fighter. Dave Bautista from the WWE and then uh, George St. Pierre... Who who actually had a pretty awesome fight scene in the new Captain America movie, oh. but uh, still, I you know. What uh, kind of fighting was he doing? Um, like just like brawling? mixed martial arts oh. type stuff, and uh, and then the main star is this guy that I'm sure nobody's ever heard of. Alden Alan Mousy Mousy, yes. and I guess he's he's been a stuntman, and this is his first. This is his first what's starring a role Gab- in the movie. Gabon born? What's, what's, I don't know. I don't is that, is Gabon or Gabon, Gabon or whatever? Is that, is that a, is that a, a nation? I don't know. You guys, you know geography's not no, a yeah. strong suit. Gabon. Um, is it in Africa? Is that where from Marion Gabon is from? It is in Africa. It's right, it's right next to the Congo. I seriously, you guys, don't know a lick about African geography. Like, Neither. at all. You know what There's it is? There's so many There's countries. There's so many small, little countries yes. that... I, you know, aside from the ones we hear about in the news, the Rwandas yeah. and the South Sudans, Africa. and yeah. But even that. then, like Rwanda and Sudan. Oh, I couldn't tell you where I those were. Yeah, if they, show, if they showed me an empty map of yeah. Africa. I could tell you where South, South Africa, Africa, Egypt, and <laughs> exactly. possibly like Morocco. Yeah, maybe Morocco. Yeah. Although I'm not even sure I would, <laughs> I don't I would even, get that. I don't that. get Morocco and Monaco confused all the time. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about geography. Um, so, so where America is. Yeah. So we, we are not we're not educated in the ways of the world. No. Uh, so so they are remaking this movie. Yeah. And it is um It's not fair. Do you think they're gonna remake it like back in Thailand? was it in Thailand? Or the I no, it wasn't the Philippines. I think it is Thailand. It is Thailand, Thailand I think, yeah. And then in the original. So I'd like to know who the uh Tong Po Characters. I know it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Dave Bautista or George St. Pierre. Yeah. I'm guessing. I'm Dave sure. Dave Bautista looks the scariest. Yeah. He's, oh, I don't know what he looks like. He's he's this guy. He's a oh, super geez. like. He's playing Drax the Destroyer in um, yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. He's huge. Yeah, he's massive. So um, it doesn't look like he can take a joke. I don't. Know. And, no. <laughs> and so this Elaine Moosey is going to be playing the Kurt Sloan role, which is the Jean Claude Van Damme role. I wonder who's going to play his brother, who in the original kind of looked like. AC Slater, oh, yeah. yeah, the mustache. And you're like yeah, these yeah, guys yeah. aren't who had no accent at all and was a completely American. Oh, totally. That's the that's the other thing we've talked about before. Where like these guys clearly have like foreign or European accents, but they're like Mike Sloans and yeah, George Kurt Sloan, Whites and <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's we'll see. They the, the this news came out because they were uh, apparently the production company that's trying to make it was at the Cannes Film Festival. Trying to sell people on the concept and get funding and whatnot. So you're that like, can like that seems like a random alley to go up. Yeah, then you know it's weird. Can is not as uh, prestigious as it used to be. Yeah, it's it's become like the Expendables is there. Oh. And it's it's kind of become it's it's where a lot of small budget movies go to get funding or or to get distribution. Oh, okay. So it's uh, you'll find a lot of bad movies like Troma's always there. Huh. They're all in. Thus, a lot of times they'll bring like their their movie characters in costume. Like they'll bring Toxic Avenger and Sergeant Kabuki Man and stuff. And 
Um, but yeah, so let's hope that movie doesn't get made. Yeah, but, I don't think it needs to be remade. Didn't they have no. sequels? They had a couple of kickboxers sequels. Yeah. And they, that's when the dude from um, Step by Step jumped in. That's right. That's right. Because oh he was a professional kickboxer. What was his name? Sasha Mitchell? That sounds about right. Wow. Sasha something. I you came up with it that quickly? I kind of had a crush she, on it. she even had to like lie and be like, what was his name? And yeah. you didn't even pause. I know. What was, what was his name, Sasha Mitchell? Uh, give me a chance to guess. <laughs> no need. No need. I've got it. <laughs> he was in like two or three of them. Oh, I, I didn't know. Let's pull that up. Let's go to the tape. <laughs> Cut to my room. I have, like, every poster. S- Sasha Mitchell, you think it is? I think so. Let's see if that's right. Was, I think so. No, no, no. I'm, cause I'm, you got that I'm on awesome. the money. <laughs> what would you think of step-by-step? Corey? Cody? I don't know. I was... I will say I was not as big of a step by step fan as I was some of the other TGIF shows. Yeah. So step by step. Yeah. Day by day. Um. All right. Is there anything else left to say? No, we don't really need to talk anymore. Wait, Jeff is hold, hold, hold on. Making a a silently audible gasp. Okay. He was in Kickboxer two, three, and four as David Sloan. Wow. Guess what his announced role is in the Kickboxer: The Road Back. Is that the remake? Mm-hmm. David Sloan. <gasps> Wait, what? Uh-huh. Which one's David? Was that the brother? Yeah, I guess so. Or no. a different oh, yeah, brother? Kurt Sloan. This must be a third yeah. brother. Oh, the third. Yeah, Kurt Sloan was the... Let's go, to the, let's go to the original kickboxer here yeah, so we know... The, uh... Oh, thank God that air conditioning kicked on. I was getting very hot. Well, we kickboxer, can lower it even more. No, 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 that's fine. Um, yeah, so... He's playing the brother we're thinking, is that? It says announced is David Sloan, man. Wow. Hmm. Still don't want them to make that movie. But yeah. we'll see. Still, Eric so he was So he was he was the third brother they didn't talk about because there was uh, Kurt Sloan, John Claude Van Damme. Uh-huh. Eric Sloan was the Dennis Alexio guy. Uh-huh. And then he's David Dennis Sloan. Yeah. He, he looks like a Dennis Alexio. He totally does. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright, Where are uh, you now, Dennis Alexio? Let's see if we can find out. Remember the sassy black dude? Yeah. That guy was the best. <laughs> the, yeah. uh, wait, yeah, is Dennis Alexio up to anything? And he is not. Aww. Let's see if we can find out where you he is. You gotta go out on top when you're, when you play that role in Kickboxer. There's nowhere. <laughs> Dennis Alexio, where, where the hell is he? Let's see what the internet has to offer us. Alright. Last I heard he was arrested for fraud and not paying child support. Sounds <laughs> like things are going well for old Dennis. Alright, well let's move on. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's delve into our trailer trash segment and uh, talk about this. Ooh. Wait, what, where did we decide this movie's from? Blood Glacier? Like, I what? think it's Austrian. Austrian? Okay. We didn't decide. We were I don't know, but, the but they definitely like the movie The Thing. I can tell oh, from yeah, the trailer. Oh, yeah, from the get-go, I was like, this is The Thing. Yeah. This is it. A complete rip-off of yeah. The Thing. But I think the title's probably a bad call because it looks like there's monsters that like live in the glacier. Yeah, like don't were they mosquitoes it, it can, that grow into like bigger bugs? Oh, or we're coming back confused. to we're coming back all the way around to mosquitoes. Huh? Mosquitoes. So we have amber frozen mosquitoes, and then we have glacier ice like glacier. It's like an mosquitoes. evil glacier, like but a mammoth, but <laughs> a mosquito. So the premise of this movie is basically scientists are working in the Austrian Alps. And they discover because science, right? <laughs> they discover that a glacier is leaking a liquid that appears to be affecting local wildlife, mm. and it also looks like blood. That's called yes. evil, kid. Hence the Blutzglacier. <laughs> but uh, I mean, but um, the the preview or the trailer didn't really have much to go off of in terms of like the rest of the storyline. It just showed like the crazy monsters in action. Yeah. So. It, you know what it looks like? It looks like to me it could actually be kind of cool. Like it yeah. could be one No, of, it looked good. I thought it looked yeah, good it, too. And it, a lot of times those European horror films will like sneak up on you and how gnarly and raw they are and yeah. like they're not scared to Well, it looked like they were shit. using uh stop motion for a lot of those creatures or at least with one like yeah. the little quick glimpses. Definitely not. It didn't look like there was very much CGI, which was good. It yeah, was, at least. It was a lot of uh, a lot of practical effects, which is always nice. Except for the blood glacier. That was clearly uh just painted over uh, frames of film, <laughs> painted red. Um, so obviously, you're not. I mean, I could read the cast list. 
to you, but, but you're not going to recognize any of these people. Like, oh, maybe, maybe you know. Is Rutger Hauer in it? No. Then I'm not interested. <laughs> uh, but but Gerhard Liebman is, and Adida Malovich. Ooh. No? Not Randy Mills? Gerhard Liebman? He sounds familiar. I follow <laughs> all of his work. Um, so, Gerhard so yeah, Liebman. That is, it apparently was shot in 2013. I do not. I do not know if it has a release date for the U.S. Um, but rest assured that it will most likely be on streaming Netflix. What? It's not going to theater <laughs> sooner than later. Uh, I would well, it, say it already has are... a review on on IMDb and both Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah, I have a feeling it probably already came out in in Europe because it was shot in 2013. Well, I guess we're not that far in 2014, but so um, yeah, it basically looks like the thing. With Austrians in the Yeah, mountains. and like the dog, they had the dog scene oh, that yeah. totally like struck me as that was unnecessary. I thought for the trailer. I always hate when don't kill dogs. Yeah, yeah. animals, especially in a fucking movies. trailer. Like, why do you have to kill the dog in the trailer? Did they kill the dog in the trailer? Didn't they? No. Or am I thinking something? Oh, okay. Mm, maybe they did. I don't remember. Yeah, no, they found the dead dog. Yeah, the, the body, body was all... Was like, yeah. like, shit was, like, about to come out of it, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So very much, like, the thing. Yeah. Oh, it looks like Blood Glacier had an alternate title at one point. Yeah, Blood Glacier. No, The Station. Oh. Hmm. Which I probably think would have been better. Yeah. But they probably didn't really because of the thing. It was too close. Yeah, and they probably thought... I'm sure some executive was like, oh, Blood Glacier. It just, you know... It tells you what the movie's about right away. It sounds... Gruesome and I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'll this will get him. This will bring him yeah. in. This will reel him in. So, all right, nothing much else to say about Blood Glacier. It's uh, no, but it, it it looks intriguing. It looks intriguing. I, I would watch it on streaming Netflix. I would definitely watch it. I will not fly to Austria to go watch it in the theaters though. No, unless I get to go punch Yui Bull in the face. Oh, does he live in Austria? No, I don't know. No, but I'm close he, enough though. He probably lives like. In Here, Reseda or something. Silver Lake, probably. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about some of the best of the worst of the horror comedy genre. Best so, of the worst. The horror comedy genre is pretty self-explanatory. I think some of the most ones that will pop into people's heads or will probably be the most relatable to people right off the bat would be like the Scary Movie franchise. Scream and Scary Movie. Scream, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot better than those, I think. Yeah. And and better is in better quality films and also better in a more fun, campy way. Yeah. Uh, so what are some of your guys' favorite horror comedies? Well, uh, <laughs> I wrote some down. I think Shaun of the Dead's probably one of the top Absolutely. ones, if not the top one for me. That might be the best one. Yeah. Because it, it did have its genuinely scary moments. Yeah. I mean, and it's one of the funniest movies ever. And very cleverly done. Like, oh, lots, completely. Lots of connecting. I love how... Yeah, very subtle connections, very, like, tongue-in-cheek nods to stuff, but not in, like, a groan-inducing yeah, kind of way. Yeah, hit you over the head type of... Yeah, yeah, everyone was great in it. Like, it was just a rom-com zom. That's exactly, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I feel like zombie, because I put zombie land, too, because I thought that was a good oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good uh, one, too. I feel like zombie movies are probably the easiest to do right. comedy, because, like, zombies are just... They're inherently they're funny. scamps. Yeah, like they're scamps. They're just easy to fuck with, and like, but they also do have good uh, elements of scary. Yeah, so you can do both. Um, and Woody, Har- Woody Harrelson oh, is fucking. I awesome love Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he's always good. Yeah, that guy is. Un- I don't think he's underrated. I just think he's underrecognized. Yeah. I don't think. I think. I think it's yeah. For a while he was, but I think now after. Oh, True Detective. <coughs> True Detective Rampart. Um, oh, I never saw Rampart. He he's really good. Not in that. many people did. Yeah. yeah, he's good in that though. Wasn't uh, Wesley Snipes in that movie? Nope. No, no, nah, he was still in jail when that movie was oh. made. Yeah. <laughs> he was in Rampart jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was gonna say Tremors. Oh yeah, Kevin sure. Bacon. Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. Fred Ward. Oh, Fred Ward. Egg Shen. Oh. Uh, Shen. I don't know what that. Michael Gross from isn't... Family Ties. Is it Reba McIntyre oh, in that? And Reba McIntyre, Reba McIntyre. Gun, gun, gun-toting like Hicks with the oh, dad. From, I watched that movie yeah. so many times. As a kid. It's such a kids '80s movie. And they always sure. used to run it on. I think on all USA, USA, yeah. USA, all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, every uh, time I watched it, it's a good flick. Um, 
I'll let you guys get in on some. Um, Return of the Living Dead, going oh, back to yeah. zombies, is one of my favorites for sure. And that's one that probably has more scare, quote unquote, scares yeah. than like comedy jokes. It's more unintentionally funny, I think. But there are funny. I mean, there's the brain. Yeah, send more brain. And yeah, <laughs> and uh, so there are some really funny. Um, jokes in that one and uh, of course there's Gremlins but if we're talking best of the worst I would have to say Gremlins 2 the new batch <laughs> yeah. is uh, probably up there just cause it's so ridiculous yeah. that's another one that they used to always play on HBO growing up oh, and I, I didn't have HBO as a child oh, sorry I was <laughs> more, more privileged than you were mm-hmm. um, and I remember <laughs> All the ridiculous different gremlins oh, they had in that totally. movie. They had like the, the googly, the googly eyes, the <laughs> and they they had the one that like turns into a big spider. And they had like the they had the they professor had, like, guy, a scientist, the scientist. Yeah, and he's like, ooh, yeah. oh, they had the one that was just pure electricity. Yeah, that would just like, the, go into the, the phone, the phone line. It was all wacky. You're like, they were just out of their minds. This is not the original film at all. The best part of that movie, though, for sure, is when Gizmo shows up dressed as Rambo. Rambo. Oh my god. And has the bow and arrow made out of the paper clip and rubber band. And he fucks him up. That's probably one of the most memorable scenes of any movie ever made. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty amazing. But yeah. Does he wind up killing all of them? Um, I think. I think he pretty much, yeah. I think he Gizmo just fucks his shit up. Takes names in that one, yeah. And Rambo I, Gizmo. And it's still funny. I think that Howie Mandel is the voice of Gizmo. Is he? Shut up. Mm-hmm. Oh, Howie. Well, because he did Bobby's World. Yeah. So he's like the same voice. Yeah, so. yeah. And I will say, little Milo reminded me a little bit of Gizmo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, like kinda. a like a kind of gross, shit covered, fleshy <clears throat> Gizmo. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> Gizmo was adorable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about Jeff? Are you, what are some of yours? Um, I'd say one of my top is Young Frankenstein. Just definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's high on the comedy does side, though. Does that have though. scary moments in it, though? I don't remember. For being a kid... Actually, yeah. There was some scary stuff for me. Um, but, yeah, it's it's more of a comedy. But it... but it It's more it's of a, a horror parody movie. of uh, yeah. a parody. horror movie. Yeah. yeah which, um, which counts? Another yeah. movie that I... Which, like, scary movie is. Yeah. 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 Um, but, I mean, as far as comedy... Not to compare those two, because... No. No. It, it's a... It's a, is, uh, a classic. Many notches above scary movie in caliber. I remember when I was a kid, the, the, it took me a while to get the joke of, I don't know why, it was the, the brain joke where he pulls out the other brain and it says, Abby Normal, and oh, I yeah. was like, I don't get it, and then it took me, I think it was like a year after, I was like, oh. <laughs> just you one day? Yeah, you're like, I get it. I got it Wait, now. what is it? Abnormal? <laughs> but he says, yeah, not the Abby Normal brain, I think, and he didn't. It says Abby. I think it says does it say Abby Normal or something? But it's misspelled or something. I don't remember. But I remember just being. I, I didn't piece it together. It was just abnormal. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. just uh, for whatever reason. But um, another one that I love. Library. You're like Abby Normal. <laughs> I got it. Shut up, Jeff. Um, another one I love is The Frighteners. I think oh, that's yeah. very underrated movie. Super totally. underrated movie. One of you know Michael J. Fox's. And this is second second to last movie he did live action. Yeah. Peter Jackson too. One of Peter his... Jack and that yeah, it's scary because uh, I think that was his first American movie, wasn't it? I think oh, so. Maybe yeah. But the it's that that right. movie came out like it, it came out at a, a time where visual effects and practical were in the, we- the the weird the weird yeah. transition. But the the cool thing about the Frighteners, obviously, it's a great movie, and you know I love Michael J. Fox, but um, the Lord of the Rings happened because and and there's like a video where. Where Peter Jackson, well, where Peter Jackson talks about the after they finished the Frighteners, they had all these computers and all these um, uh, workstations, render stations, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this is back in the they had like Pentium twos like or 90s, Pentium threes, yeah. <laughs> like a whole room of them, yeah. and and Peter Jackson was like, well, what the fuck do we do with this? And so they were talking about Lord of the Rings, and he's like, well, let's use this. So I think he had the entire they had like all these computers, and so that's when they put together the a quick like. Tr- like trailer or like quick oh. mock thing for Lord of the Rings to pitch. So if it wasn't for the Frighteners, oh. Lord of the Rings would have not happened. I'm surprised you don't know this. I know. I'm like, very disappointed in yeah. myself. I think he talks about it on like the f- on the first Lord of the Rings 
disc. Oh, like the extras? Yeah, you can probably find it on YouTube. I don't remember which one. Are you not I'm watching, watching your, uh, your special features? But I, really got, it's too, I don't have No, no director's anyways. commentary along with the movies? No, I, I should, though. That's a feature I never use. I know, I wish I cared. I just don't think there's enough time. Because there's not yeah. enough time. Yeah. It's not enough time. It's either... All, like, special features are great, and I'm always interested to see them, but most of the time they're disappointing yeah. at best. And then... There's... Really, yeah. And especially just, with the commentary, it's like, well, I want to watch it's the, the movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been yeah. through, you're just, just like, oh. Tell me about it after. Yeah. Shut up. I don't need to know about it play by play. Yeah. I'd rather watch just like... I'd rather than just put a Q&A yeah. on a DVD, on DVDs, instead of having that commentary, like, oh, what in that scene, blah, 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 and just have it as a special, special separate sub. Yeah, special, special. But in special feature. Yeah, the only thing I like is outtakes. If they have long yeah, like, gag reels, even, even those though, they have to be funny. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's nothing more disappointing than, than, funny gag than a lame fucking gag reel. You're like, oh, really? That was the that was the funniest, wackiest shit that happened. On <laughs> well, set. I I can't believe that that movies are still released today on DVD without any special features. That blows my fucking yeah. mind. Yeah. Know, like right? my buddy let me borrow. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Anchorman two. Oh, it didn't have any special features. Not his disc. It was just a it just. Oh yeah, it had yeah. nothing. I, one of I was one. like, yeah. Are you and f- you know why they do that? Because so they, they're going to make the uh, ultimate. They're going to come edition. out with a, a special edition, and they just want to rush out just the plain one out to market. So then, didn't Anchorman do a special version that they released in the theater? Yep, like yeah. they released yeah. it two weeks after or something. So silly. You just no, want to be it was like more? It was like a month or two. I don't. Yeah, know. It, was, yeah it was like it was over a month. I it think. was like fuck you. That's how. That's yeah. how. That's what it should have been. <laughs> yeah, that movie was shit. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I guess, was, did I probably mention It had funny those. moments, but overall it was very disappointing. So disjointed yeah. all over yeah. the place. Um, also, a, a more recent one that I don't... Have you guys seen Tucker, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil? No. no. Check okay. that out. It's actually really funny. And um, it's, on, uh, it's on streaming Netflix, and it stars uh, Tyler Labine, and... Um, Tyler Labine. He is... He's that kind of like fat, scruffy guy that is. He's got. You've probably seen the billboards around town. He's got a show called Deadbeat. The, the poor man's Jack Black. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes, that, that guy. guy. We were just what's talking what's about his name? Yeah. Yesterday. Um, uh, Tyler Labine, L A B I N E, and he was in Reaper, which is a show that oh, yeah. nobody watched, but oh, I yeah. really loved. <laughs> and he was great in that show. And oh uh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah what's, absolutely. Uh, who's the other guy? And it's Alan. Um, the guy from uh, the guy, the pirate in uh, Dodgeball. Oh, the redheaded guy. Yeah. Oh, that guy's in so many. Oh, you mean? I, uh... I can't remember his name, but he is. It, so those guys are Tucker and Dale, and it's basically like a parody of the slasher movie, but it's very cleverly done and. Definitely worth checking out. And also Cabin in the Woods. Alan Tudyk, that's who you're talking about. Alan Tudyk. Oh, dude, I need to see Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods is fucking outstanding. And, you know, Joss Whedon just kills it in that movie. Oh, he wrote that? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's definitely one. And it's... That one one is kind of poking fun at the entire genre of horror movies. Yeah. Um, And not... This is Tucker and Dale. This is on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it. I just said that, Jeff. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm focusing on certain things. God. I'm also Try looking to record a podcast, Aaron. Get it together. I'm also looking at another movie uh, that I like. Um, I was going to mention The Burbs. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I also in like, that same time period, Arachnophobia, too. Oh, yeah. Love I've actually never seen Arachnophobia. What? I know. I know. John Goodman is outstanding yeah. in that movie. He has, like, one real can't... scene in the movie. Yeah. But I, it's amazing. I know, but I just I can't. It's gross. Movies. It's, it's, especially it's that one. For me. Like, you will feel your skin crawling. Exactly. Like, I'm just so uncomfortable, and then I'm all paranoid But take after. comfort in knowing that spiders can't actually scream. Okay. So, or fly. Or fly. So, <laughs> or yeah, fly well, they across can fly rooms. into your face when like mm-hmm. you have a fucking. They, I actually one flew into my mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We we just got a kitten. But I'm Jeff, not, Jeff's little kid in Crosby is meowing adorably. That's our that's our fourth <laughs> uh, co-host. Fourth nap. In that's it. Well, minutes. you know, it's hard being that cute. He's, he's got a tough life. Um, but uh, we, uh, the Burbs, though, oh, outstanding movie. Such a great movie. Not really that in terms of. It doesn't have many horror 
things happening. There are some things here and there, like the grave digging scene. But right. it, it, I mean, like that show was awesome. It plays upon us being kids, and you don't know what goes on, like that yeah. your neighbor's house, and you can let your mind I run. The, I think the storyline of it is way more of a horror aspect, yeah. Yeah. and then they just bring in such has a weird. It almost feels like like weird a window, comedic, like Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. It's a it's, it's a good flick, and Tom Hanks is fantastic in it. Yeah, yeah. and it was a sad day. When I went to Universal Studios after um, Real Housewives, or not Real Housewives, what was that show called? Uh, Desperate Housewives. Oh, yeah. That was their set now, so they don't, on the Universal Train Tour, they don't say it's They don't mention it's from the Burbs? Nope. They don't even mention that that that's from the Burbs anymore. Yeah, it's sad. The sad truth is, if they did, most people would be like, what? Yeah. It's oh, Desperate Housewives? Oh, yeah. I like that Eva show. Gloria. Mm. She's hot. You're dumb, America. But please keep Fuck listening you, to our podcast. America. Uh, uh, don't watch you, TV. You guys have seen Sliver, Sliver, right? Slipper? Sliver with the... Uh, Slither. You're talking about, right? Did I say what did I say? Sliver. That's a... I meant sli- sli- Slither. Yeah. Oh, Slither. Yeah. James Gunn movie. Nathan Fillion, yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. I haven't seen it. Really? I know. Why? I don't know. I watched it and... It's like a classic, like... I know. And I, I should probably go back and watch it again. I think for Nathan Fillion's sake. You should. Yeah, yeah, I probably should. I don't know. I felt, tonally, it was, like, confusing to me. Because it wanted to be a comedy, but I it also wanted to be a I can, horror movie. I can buy that. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it just it felt a little... Well, that's hard. That's the hard... I mean, that's the whole... That's is, the hardest hard. line to walk. I mean, how far do you go? I mean, like, Young Frankenstein clearly walks the side of comedy. But then you have, you know, like, you're, like you know, Return of the Evil Dead. It's <laughs> Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead, where it, it, it's supposed to be on the side of the series, but it happens to lean that way without, you know... It does it. does not doing it purposely. Right. So it, it just depends. You know, there's some movies that just unintentionally go that route. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, well, with that said, how about we start talking a little bit about Bad Milo, shall we? Usually wait until we made some more progress. But I'm left no choice. I have to break up the big guns. We're talking about sock puppets, though. No, 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 no. They are real people now. Maybe you and I are sock puppets to them. Right. Hey, honey. So, what's for dinner? Kung Pao chicken. But that upsets my stomach. Well, we have tons of leftovers, so take it or leave it. (laughs) You got hurt, didn't you? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, you know, because well, you, you she's insensitive to my feelings. But why do you keep it inside? It's better to tell her. Okay. Don't turn your back. No. And keep it inside. Yeah. You know, honey, I just, it's just my stomach. I have a very sensitive stomach. Oh, again with your goddamn stomach. Hey, knock it off, all right? Again with your stupid, stupid voice. Hey, I hate you, Dad. I hate you. Shut up and eat your goddamn dinner, son. Uh, well, while you're looking for that, uh, yeah, let's start. I'll, t- I'll tell people a little bit about Bad Milo. So, Bad Milo, made in 2013. Sam is, Huntington, yeah. What's his name? Sam Huntington. Okay, okay, there you go. Mystery solved. You were right the whole time. You just gotta, you just gotta believe in yourself a little bit more. Jeff. All right, continue. <laughs> uh, Bad Milo. It's so it's it's a comedy, a horror comedy mm-hmm. uh, about uh, Ken Ramina, Ken Ramina, who plays Duncan Marino. Kim- what did I say? Kim Ramini. <laughs> Leah Remini, I think, is what you're going for. <laughs> um, okay, apparently my brain is shutting down. That was like literal dyslexia. Was I having a stroke? That yes. was like the woman on what? the news. Oh, well, that was toast. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. oh, it was crazy. Um, so uh, Ken Marino's character, Duncan... Is is a stressed guy. Very stressed out. He has uh, his work life sucks. His boss is a total dick. Shady, like making him played do. by Putty from uh, from Seinfeld. And um, what the else tick. is he? Oh, the he tick. He's in the tick. Yeah, and he's he, the voice of uh, Joe, Joe the, on Family Guy. The guy in the wheelchair. You should probably say what the guy's real name is. Patrick Warburton. Oh, there you go, Patrick Warburton. Yes. Um, he's a, he's a dick. Yeah, but he's good at. He played the part really. Oh, fantastic! Well. Oh my god! Did you thought guys you were going to say he's good in bed? <laughs> Patrick Warburton. I think it's one of the first times, maybe the second time that he met with Ken Marino to like tell him to do his job or like tell him to fire people. And 
he just goes off in the background. He's like, all right, I'm going to leave you now. And he like goes off in the background and like to the secretary or whoever was waiting at the desk. He's like, look what I can do. And he like does this little like dance off yeah. of the screen. <laughs> it's like the weird, it was the weirdest yeah. background thing. It was so funny. Like, I was like, what the fuck? That's hilarious. But anyway. I, uh, but so, uh, so Duncan is, has a stressful work life. His home life is a little stressful as well because him and his wife are trying to get pregnant and they're having trouble. And his mother, who is dating a young Indian man, yes. played by Kumail, Kumail Nanjani, and uh, they are pressuring <laughs> Duncan and his wife to seek a see a fertility doctor. And so there's yeah, just the fertility doctor they brought to dinner. Yeah, brought to dinner, <laughs> surprised <laughs> them at dinner. Yeah. yeah. Your mother here tells me that you guys are having a little trouble conceiving. No, 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 no. sweetie. No. no, Sarah is ready. So if your little guys are slow swimmers, maybe something can be done. Wow, Beatrice, I feel like I may have misled you because that is not an issue that we're having. Duncan, if you have a problem with erectile dysfunction, I can help you with that. Look, I just thought there might be a problem. Your father had a problem in that department, yeah, I don't, so I, I don't, just thought... I don't need to know about any of that. Well, honey, sometimes we have to hear things we don't want to hear. It's I'm... a common affliction, Duncan. A lot of men have it. Not me, of course. I'm a very virile man. Me neither. Very super virile. I don't know you well enough for this to feel comfortable with me. Bobby, thank you so much for this delicious food. If you want, Duncan, I can set up an examination. I don't. Mm, would you? I don't. Of course. Idea. In fact, maybe I can take a look tonight while I'm here. That would be perfect. See if there's a response to a stimulus. And then also, Duncan doesn't speak to his father. So he's got a lot of issues and a lot of things stressing him out. And it causes... Uh, stomach pains. It, it causes stomach bowel, pains. And he thinks Which it does for many having, of us. Yes. At first he thinks he might just have like IBS or something. And then he goes to a doctor. Find, and the doctor says he has a polyp. Right. Something abnormal in his rectum, yeah. I think, is a polyp. But it's not a polyp. It, no, sir, it is not indeed. <laughs> it's it's a shit monster. It's Aww, a shit monster. It's that, a nice shit monster. But he's adorable. That can be like, sour and sweet, like the... Uh, those commercials for uh, what are they? Sweet and sour. Sweet no, what are they called? Sauce. Sweet, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Just keep going on. So, the candy. Tootsie. Yeah. The the little bears that have like the su- the sour the, the sour patch kids. Sour, sour patch kids. Sour patch kids. We worked it out, you guys. <laughs> oh, we got it. God. It's been a long time since any of us have had sour patch kids, but anyway. Um, Milo, this guy. So Milo is a demon living in. Uh, Duncan's butt manifest. It's a monster that is manifested by all of Duncan's stress, and basically grew in his bowels from right. the stress. Right, and it it comes out and kills the sources of Duncan's stress. Right, and very uh, violently. Very, yeah, violently. very violently. Yeah, and so much so that they think it's a rabid raccoon that's attacking these people. <laughs> yes, the uh, whole community. Right. And so, uh, other people who are in this movie, Jillian uh, or Gillian, uh, Jacobs plays his wife. She's from Community. From Community. Brita. Not a huge fan of hers as an no, actress. she's not that great. Uh, yeah. Peter Stormare is hilarious. Uh, in this, every movie. Yeah. I think Peter Stormare is going up there as being the new Rutger Hauer. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. That's Same the Russian like, gentleman? crazy. Same level crazy, <coughs> slight accent that comes in and out. Yeah, yeah. Like... In everything, and he and makes it good. Like Peter Stormare plays the therapist that Duncan goes to see. Uh, Mary Kay Place plays uh, his, mom. his mom, and <coughs> are those the major stars? I think. And then her, his dad. What's his name from uh, the oh, Office? Right, Stephen uh, Office uh, Space. Yeah. Stephen Root. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's got a, it's got a cast of some very funny comedic characters. Yeah. Actors. Yeah. And um, it's produced by the Duplass brothers who. Uh, they do a lot of weird movies that is I don't know. Is one of them in the league? Yeah, Mark Duplass is in the league. It's actually my least favorite character on the league. Yeah. Really? Next to Taco, I think both of them are my least. Oh no, and the chick, the wife. I think the wife is probably my least favorite. Wait, yeah. you don't like Mark Duplass's character? Why? No, I don't know. I don't really like him that much. I think he just kind of has that like. No, I'm the cool guy. I'm the cool guy, but I'm also kind of a dick. Like, I don't yeah. like that character. I think the best Ruxin. characters are... probably the best. Ruxin and Andre yeah. are my favorites. Yeah. And Rafi. Rafi, because he's... Jesus, Rafi's amazing. A madman. I love him. 
Um, so overall feelings about this movie? Very it was fun. It was real good. It was, right? It's short. It's an hour and 25 minutes. Uh-huh. Was it only an hour and 25? Yeah. Oh, that's all you need. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, uh you know, never, you got. Never dragged. I thought. They had good, a cute... good practical effects, I thought, with the Milo creature. Like, yeah. he looked. Yeah. He, like it made him look his funny. eye blinks were cute, and yeah. I think that was a C- I think it was a CGI eye blink. Oh, okay, might have been. They might have added that, but it looks good. Everything looks good. Um, it's hard, like I said before, watching Ken Reno, who I do have a, a crush on, be sweet and awesome, shitting out. Oh, uh, a shit monster, a stress <laughs> shit monster, and having it go back up his butt. He does a good job though, of making it look believable. That yeah, he looks like he's like that's, yeah, he's genuine it plane. It's like if it wasn't like what, genuine plane. Why can't I talk? Genuine pain. <laughs> what is genuine? I love uh, I love the montage between um, when he's trying to feed Milo and trying to find him something to eat, and then he goes to bed and wakes up and the whole oh, fucking the kitchen is fucked like up, disgusting. and he just goes. Dick move. <laughs> that was a dick <laughs> move, Milo. <laughs> that was one of, there were actually a lot of really funny lines in this movie. Uh, and there was a there was a line before that when um, when Peter Starmer is telling uh, uh, Ken Marino's character to put the demon back up his butt. Oh yeah, yeah. Marino's like it's too fucking big, and Peter Starmer says, "Big fat babies come out of vaginas. Maybe your ass, ass is, is like a, a vagina." vagina. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we should give a little storyline. So basically, yes. Ken Marino's character, Duncan, has all these stomach pains going on, but he's also really stressed out. So they recommend he goes to a psychologist or a counselor who is played by Peter Stormare, who's apparently, per his parrot, talking parrot, he's a witch doctor. <laughs> um, yes. And Ken Marino's not having it. He leaves. Something happens where he passes out, and then the shit monster comes out for the first time because he was shitting so hard he passed out. <laughs> and that's when Milo kills his first victim, who his is... His QB. His QB. Right. Who was... That, that's a cubicle a roommate. Yeah. yeah. QB. Uh, and um, kills so the, him violently in well, the bathroom. Yeah. The reason they're in the bathroom is because their company's being investigated by the IRS, and so... All their files are all like in their office, so they move him and this gentleman it's into like the bathroom. It's like a shady investment bank. For, yeah, for, right, right. Yeah. And uh, is that when Ken Marino goes to the doctor or back to the doctor and like I asks him so. about like what's yeah. going on, and then he passes out in the doctor's office, and that's when Peter Stormare's character sees Milo actually escape from Ken Marino's ass. Yeah, and sees and attacks him. Right, and then they know now that this is what's going on. There's a homicidal shit monster wreaking havoc. Yeah, exactly. And, and Bad Milo only attacked Peter Stormare to protect himself. He didn't do it because Milo right. only attacks people that yeah. that he hates, that Duncan hates. Yeah. Right. Oh, and so he finally confronts his dad, played by Milton character from Office Space, Stephen Root. Right. And it turns out the dad was a hippie, like doing drugs, trying to be mellow, doesn't want to stress out. And we find out, twist, that it's basically hereditary. And Stephen Root has his own old truly shit. Old truly shit. It was awesome. And fights Milo's I love younger that two fucking shit babies fight yeah. one another. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> and he was just like violent. Finally, Milo attacks him and like violently murders Stephen Root's characters. Uh, which then leaves Stephen Root like catatonic. Oh, because yeah. we had the explanation right. from Peter Stormare that like Milo can't be killed because it's it's part of him. It's part of Duncan's psyche. And I love does. too that Peter Stormare had like a book. Oh, of course, yeah, With the, the book, the, the Aztec or whatever illustration or no, like Indian, like yeah. old Indian. Like it's always there. It's always in the office. Yeah, yeah. and it's always like it's, it, it's always midway through the book, and yeah. it's there. It is. Turn right to it. I found it. Yeah. Right there. Um, so, yeah. So, Duncan has to decide what he's going to do about Bad Milo. Right, right. Because Bad Milo is wreaking havoc. It's killing. And he can't, yeah, and, he can't have... Uh, we also find out later Gillian Jacobs is pregnant. Yes. And uh, Milo finds out and wants to kill... Well, because... Because Duncan Gillian is pissed. Pissed that she's just that, pregnant. Not just that she's oh. pregnant, but that she didn't tell uh, him uh, that she was pregnant. Uh, and so that that's what gets his... That's the Then that's... That yeah, so Milo's like, Milo will go to kill the baby. Yeah, and so that. that's the climactic scene is Duncan racing home to protect 
his wife from being killed by his ass demon. Right. The ass demon. And then he fucking chops up Milo. Doesn't kill him, just beats the shit out of him. It's funny that that's actually what I thought he should have done. Like, they actually did something, and I was like, they need to just cut off. I was like, they need to get out his teeth, cut off his arms, and then just shove him back in there. Like, he can do no wrong. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I fucked you up, buddy. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Yeah, I really did. Oh, wow, I fucked you up. (laughs) Well, Ken Reno's just got such a good delivery. Mm -hmm. He's good at playing, I think, serious scenes yeah. and then he's also really good at being funny yeah it was he's him. very he's sincere in his humor he too is. which is like and nice he's so good looking <laughs> he's so good looking um the uh the so the, the um we forgot about the death scene for the fertility doctor oh my god we have to talk about that <laughs> So the fertility doctor was a total dick. Yes. No pun intended. (laughs) Um, He was just being really gross to Duncan when he met him and being a jerk. And then you go on and explain what (laughs) happened. And so then we cut to the doctor outside of a bar nightclub or something. bar alley or something. Yeah, where he's going down on some Asian chick. Some whore. Which... Right does next that, to a dumpster. Does that happen? No. Ew. And yeah. How often is a guy going to go down on a girl in, the, in an alleyway? Standing. Like, yeah. That's hard work. It is yeah. hard work. And he uh, proceeds... I wouldn't know. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. He proceeds to have her reach climax. She refuses to return the favor for him. Which is and, rude. Which is rude. And he, he lets her know it by calling her like a fucking bitch or... And, uh, but... Milo's on the hunt. So, yeah, the guy turns around and he's like, you know what? i got to finish myself off. So he's, oh, yeah. He's continuing to go. Yeah. Look, it's you bad can just wait to he, go home? Yeah. Well, I guess he's got some blue balls. He doesn't want that setting in. So, so you'll just jerk off next to a dumpster? And well, he just ate out a girl next to a dumpster, so what's the difference? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> At that point. At this point, there's no yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. Wait, does the guy not have a car? Like, no. Why do you go back to your car? Aren't you and- a doctor? Like... <laughs> Yeah. Did you just rent a hotel room like next like a And how do you get days? there? Like I have never in my life gone to a bar and like even thought in my mind that man this night's going to end with me eating this girl out in an alley. Like yeah. how is how does that happen? You have to set that goal before you go out. That's a that's a high that's bar. A that's a very yeah. high bar. I don't think you can just jump into that right away. <laughs> Dive into it if you will. Um uh, <laughs> So Milo finds him. Right. While he's while jerking, off. jerking off. And proceeds to bite his dick off. Well, you yes. In a very graphic oh, way. Oh, so gross. Very graphic rubber e way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... That guy apparently dies. And, and then dies. we also need to talk about the death of the doctor. The other doctor. His, um... And the doctor's doing the endoscopy on his ass. No, that was a dream. Oh, that's right. It was a nightmare, Oh, that dream yeah. was so gross. Yeah, like, when he, like, fall, he gets, like, sucked, sucked into his into butthole. his ass, and then he gets, like, his face bitten off. Yeah. And, like, the first... Actually, you know what was worse? You know what? I feel like that the... wasn't a dream. Like oh, when, when it actually happened during the call. No, did he? No, no, no. I mean, it was, it, it was like, in the film it's a dream, but I feel like they, they scripted it out, and it actually was part of the film. Oh, yeah. And then they cut it. And they were like, oh, I know how we can have this fit in. Yeah. Just have him make it a dream. We don't have to waste that death. Because it was a cool death, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that shot, too, where he's just looking on the camera. <laughs> oh, that was like, so scary. Oh, my because, gosh. Yeah. It just pops out. That was terrifying. Yeah, it was pretty uh, awesome. But the grossest part of that scene was the slurpy sounds that, like, colonoscopy <laughs> oh, was making. Yeah. It was just like... <laughs> it was so gross. Yeah, I it, was pretty, it, was pretty, it was pretty disgusting. I, this is literally potty humor, and it's too much for me. If, uh, if... If shit makes you queasy and uncomfortable, this might not be the movie for yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's... But that being point. said, I very much enjoyed this movie. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was good. And Definitely worth a watch. I don't know. Is, is there anything else really to say about it? Uh, it's just, No, it's... Down. It's a good time. It's a good short... Yeah. Can't argue with an hour... 90-minute yeah. solid comedy horror movie. So it is available on streaming Netflix. So uh, give it a look. And I think uh, with that... Being said, time to move on to the Wheel of Misfortune. Yeah, the wheel's... It's been a while. See what time... Or see what time. See what time it is. See what time the wheel's spinning at the time. Wheel of Misfortune time. That's what it is. I think I need a nap. (laughs) So tired. All right, give the wheel a spin, Jeffrey. It's it's spinning right now. Oh, it is. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. It's okay. It's it's ramping up. It's making its way. Okay. What What could it be? be? Let's see. Oh. Oh. What is this? (laughs) Ah. Uh, the Incredible Melting Man. Hmm. 
Wow, that sounds I've never heard of it. very random. I hope it's something like the Incredible Edible Egg. Uh, mm, I'm sure it's ones. probably the exact same thing. <laughs> so um, that is a sci-fi horror movie from the 70s. Um, it got a 3.6 rating on IMDb. So Rick Baker. Yeah, Rick Baker is uh, the makeup effects artist. So we'll be uh, we'll be taking a look at that and giving you our thoughts on that on the next installment of the Bad Movie Night podcast. But until then, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, later. Goody buddy. Dick move. Dick move, Milo.